Hello, my name is Roland Ramos, producer for Artifications. I'm an arts curator, musician, and organizer based out of Brooklyn, New York. Artifications is a series of documentaries and podcasts designed to make the international art world more accessible. So, if you love to travel, we do the heavy lifting in finding the best a city has to offer by way of culture. If you're an artist, we ask the questions any visiting artist would want to ask before considering a show there. Artists are dreamers, and here at Artifications, we dream big. So visit us at artifications.us to check out our bank of mini-docs, podcasts, and our growing list of hyper-localized artist resource pages. Now, it was three years ago that I found myself on a plane on my way to Hungary, and I had strategized a 10-hour layover in Zurich, Switzerland, with the specific purposes of documenting as much art as I could. At the time, I was just a fledgling videographer. I had a GoPro Hero Black 5, which is a tiny, tiny camera, and I had the gumption enough to make it over to Zurich and find at least one interview that I can conduct uh, in one art facility, and I knew that I could make it work if I could just make that much happen. I put my feelers out on social media, ended up linking up with Oliver Shebley. Oliver had set up an art market at the top of the Manor Mall, um, one of the most prestigious streets in all of Zurich. And from there, I met the artist that we're interviewing today, Milena Mortati. Our conversation really revolved around the 2020 aspect and um, what all artists are going through right now globally in terms of getting their art in front of people in a time (laughs) that you're quite restricted of doing so. What it led to was a fantastic conversation on starting galleries, on helping others, and really what it takes to sell art, the different ways about doing it online, about how artists are adjusting globally, and what ways have she found successful. The value in this interview really comes from her perspective as an international artist living in America, and the confluence of all these different ideas on furthering the arts in this moment. So without any further ado, paradoxical this 2020. And I think this is great a way to start as ever, because it was like three years ago where I met you in Zurich, Switzerland, at the invitation of Oliver Shibley to uh, the art market at the top of what was the name of that mall? The Manor, Manor. the Manor mm-hmm. Mall. Yeah, what a fantastic art installation you had at the time. I really loved the way you worked your space. And I know we only show a couple seconds of it, but uh, it was it was the kind of couple seconds where I was like, you know, I like this person. I like all the colors. And it was <laughs> and we were surrounded by colorful people. And um, I just wanted to just talk about that quickly. When I met you, it was in Zurich and you live in Los Angeles. But where are you from? So I'm originally from Italy, yeah. but I was raised in Zurich, Switzerland. So, so I spent my first 20 years in Switzerland and then moved around a bunch. And then I went to New York to learn English and ended up in Los Angeles. And I've been here ever since. How many languages do you actually speak, Milena? Uh, <laughs> like, well, or? <laughs> I'm going to say comfortably three. That's great. That's, you know, head and shoulders above a lot of Americans. So... <laughs> 
Yeah, it's 2017. We met in Zurich. And the what I wanted to say about Zurich, which was really special, is not just that it's the birthplace of Dada. And I believe a little absurdity is necessary when you're dealing with, you know, serious stuff. Be, just, uh, But Zurich is also a really interesting art market because I know a lot of people in Zurich who cannot show in Zurich. And it has something to do with the economy of the arts there that a gallery requires a certain guaranteed amount of income from showing an artist that a lot of the artists that live there can't show there. And so you have like these paradoxical situations where I meet you, an artist from Los Angeles in Zurich. (laughs) It's just a beautiful uh, mess. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think... I think art in general is, uh, listen, it's fundamentally, it comes down to business, right? I mean, you got to keep a gallery open. It's a lot of money just to keep, you know, it's, it's like, it's a lot of work. So how do you, how do you guarantee that unless you're funded by somewhat of a, you know, a wealthy sort of support that you have or something where you can just do it just purely out of passion. But I think anywhere in the world, really, I mean, how do you, how do you keep a gallery open? And, Switzerland, I think in, in general, Europe is very structured in, in its own way of thinking, sure. where America gives you a little more of a entrepreneurial way of living. You know, you can try something and if six months it doesn't work out, you can try something else. I think a good where in ex- Europe, it doesn't really does that. No, I think a good example of that is in European customs, when you're showing a, with, with artists or at, a, at an art fair, the artist is generally not there. It's uh, the gallery representing them. And artists, when they're done with uh, their schooling, they usually go right into a gallery, which is not the typical American way. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's different, you know, different countries, different traditions. But I feel like... I feel it can be a little disheartening sometimes if you're trying to get your word out there and your art out there. And if you don't really come from any sort of a background where that gives you a way in, it's it's it, it can be challenging, but it can be challenging. But you're a member of the international art community and you've been living in Los Angeles for how long has it been? It's been uh, on and off about 14 years. So 14 years being a member of the international art world. How has 2020 really crystallized all these things for you? That's a great question. So I feel like um, 2020 has been. I'm going to I'm going to touch on the positive effects and, you know, the sort of like the positive of it, because we all know the negatives and we can just turn on the TV. We hear all about it. So let's just for the sake of, you know, pointing out the good. I feel like it's given all of us uh, the really um, sort of like an opportunity to to regroup refocus ask yourself what is really important for ourselves within our own lives and how do we use our own creativity to to reconfigure reconfigure so we can really have a happy existence and i'm not just talking about artists i'm talking about in general people who so many people lost their livelihood and they're now you know i have many friends who who uh still work in restaurants and haven't been able to live because everything is closed obviously and now make food out of their own kitchen and and distribute it and people love homemade food yeah the ghost kitchens yeah (laughs) 
Yes, exactly. So I just feel like in general, like how do we really uh, as individuals come up with with uh, with ways of sustaining ourselves without having to con- be confined to a norm or having to run around for somebody else? We're definitely really yeah. become our own boss. We're definitely coming up with some with some new norms. Uh, hopefully what we learn from in this time, we can carry forward. Uh, what what do you think is uh, the arts role in this uh, in this in this uh, situation we're in? You being an artist, of course. Yeah, I think in general, you know, artists have such a huge responsibility to um, because you can really influence the masses with your art, right? Like, for example, people listen to. Uh, people of influence. They really do, no matter what they say, all of a sudden it becomes, you know, uh, kind of like the truth, even though, you know, it might not be. So I feel like, what do you really say with your art? Is it, it does it come from a place of like, you know, courage, creativity, compassion, commitment? Like, how do we really inspire each other to just reevaluate where we're at and really start creating um, a space where everybody feels more inclusive? Mm-hmm. What have you done to kind of crystallize that? So I have been really using 2020 to uh, start my, I started a new art project. Yeah. Um, in the beginning of 2020, I opened a, uh, an international pop-up gallery. And That's... before the pandemic, I had my first uh, group exhibit, which was in downtown Los Angeles, which was a really great success. and was really fun. And that one went really well. And then our sort of goal was to take it into different cities worldwide. And then, of course, March hit uh, and we were sort of like shut down. Mm -hmm. And then I took it from uh, a physical pop up to a virtual experience. And that's what uh, we offered throughout the summer, which was a virtual experience that you were able to go on our website and see all these international artists from Thailand to we also had Switzerland. We had Americans. We had from all from France, all all different countries. And it was really wonderful. Actually, we had a lot of success. We were able to really um, just showcase a lot of these amazing artists. And then um, because I was so um, set on opening an art gallery in 2020, really like reconfigured the way I think about things. I um I so I took my art gallery or my my new art series I took it on to uh, and I showcased it in a culture center here in Los Angeles and it was a Hungarian culture center which uh-huh. really made me think, do a lot of research about culture centers in general like in California uh, you know like sort of like worldwide and there is no Swiss culture center in all of California which to me was just so astonishing so I grouped up I, I paired up with two friends of mine who was also from Switzerland and we're actively uh, working on opening a cultural center here in Los Angeles a Swiss cultural um, center so originally, we really wanted to do a Swiss culture center, but I do believe we might have to keep it a little more inclusive where it might be a European culture center, because that way we can really include everybody. Yeah, well, the funny thing about Switzerland, it already includes how many different languages in the country itself. So sure. there's a little funny thing there. Uh, now, OK, so I had a question about your experience uh, kind of navigating a, a, a virtual gallery. Uh what were the most important lessons and also at the end of the ex- experiment or experience, uh, what was the, did, 
did artists sell? And uh, if they did, what kind of progress was made if they didn't? Yeah, so I think, you know, I think exposure is the main thing that you want as an artist. So I feel like, let's say you don't sell at this show, but you might get hit up by, you know, somebody else who wants to hire you to do the portrait, somebody who hires you because they have a beautiful space. They just bought a house and they want you to do their whole wall. You know, I feel like as artists, just as long as you sort of expose your stuff, people notice you people know what you're doing because there's so many artists out there they're just sitting on their art and they don't know what to do with that's it. true you know and then also our our sort of like our focus was also how do you make your art accessible to people who can't maybe afford an original and it's also sometimes prints are a wonderful way to to make your stuff available for people who want to buy it own it and but don't have the budget to really go for the original that's how a lot of people get started yes exactly so that's really kind of like where we were at and we had a great success we had a lot of visitors uh we did sell some of course we didn't sell out which would have been phenomenal but but um you know a lot of these artists were able to get worldwide exposure because online is the best online is like there's no you know there's no parameters anybody can check in yeah, was it? Were you working with virtual or was it online? Like, look at the screen, because <clears throat> I'm talking about the uh, they they go they wear the 3D goggles or they put the phone in front of yes. their face. What, what what was your format? It was online. Okay, we we looked into virtual um, uh, apps like mm-hmm. virtual programs, and none of them I felt were uh, uh, easy enough to maneuver where you had a good experience and anybody can do it. Twenty twenty was was like the year for it to like yeah. really like come into its own. I was really excited yeah. for the end of twenty, but it was like, oh wow, yeah, you know, I had the total virtual experience. I was in the gallery yeah. space looking at the wall with this thing on my head, but that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. So, but but you're rolling with the not online yet. store. Not yet. Yeah, cross our fingers. Uh, but hopefully we'll be back to, you know, going to the large white cube galleries that we love so much, hopefully in person soon. But um, the online option is there for, for all of us to explore. Yeah, yeah. And I know that, you know, depending on which country you live in, uh, you have the the ability to go into a gallery or not. For example, here in Los Angeles, we did open up again some with restrictions. And I just had uh, my own personal, um, I was able to be part of a group show at a gallery here in Los Angeles. And they had just, uh, they divided by hour and how many people could really, you know, participate per hour, which was very limited. But at least you can go back to some gallery, some form of gallery, even though museums are still closed, which is kind of sad, but. Some of them are, it's it's really different all over the country. But Correct. Milena, I, I just wanted to uh, thank you for, for being part of this. You know, um, really, uh, can you tell us where we can find your art, please? Yes, absolutely. So you can find me uh, online, which is my first and last name, Milena Mortari at uh, not dot com, which is my website, and then I do have an Instagram, which is at Mina Sabina. Mina Sabina. <laughs> yes. Hey, thank you once again, and uh, just well, I hope to see you in Switzerland in the next coming years. Party on! Yes, I'm, I'm, I really wanted to go last year, and I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, I can really do that this year. I miss it. I miss it a lot. Thank you so much for having me, Roland. It's always a pleasure. It's really good to see you again. 
uh, and hopefully we can do this uh, again in person. In person. Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. Take care. You too. Bye, love. Artifications is produced and run by me, Roland Ramos, and uh, we're based out of Brooklyn, New York. Find us at artifications.us and follow us on all of our social media. The best part about Artifications is supporting us, so support us in any way you know how, including by visiting and supporting our Patreon page. Everybody rock on, keep creating, and our goal is simple, to make the art world just a little bit smaller. 